Hello, friends. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niles Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Ooh, you fucked that up. Uh, simply put, we get questions either online or from our wonderful army of listeners, and we answer them on the topic of sex and dating. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am fine. Fantastic. Question time. Yeah. Are we just doing it? I don't think we have We're anything. We're just fucking getting into it, you know? Yeah. There's, well, there's, I did there's... read a thing where apparently they did a study and uh, COVID can give you erectile dysfunction. Oh, I bet that's going to change a lot of people's stances on. I was going to bring it to the to the podcast as our like sex news, but then I just wasn't arsed reading the entire thing. So felt like it would be irresponsible, but I kind of half did it. So there you go. Look <laughs> it up if you want, I guess. It apparently was like the erectile tissue in your penis had like COVID like cells in it or some shit. And I was like, man, I wonder if this would cure what's her name sneezing. Oh, yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm going to hit you with a question. You ready? Uh, yeah, sure. Pick pick a number. Three. Always three. Okay, perfect. This is uh, my girlfriend is tr- destroying my life. Christ. By Watch Your Mouth G. Hey, guys. So I'm currently having a panic attack writing this, and my emotions are all over the place. Meanwhile, my fingers are moving 100 miles a second writing this, so please bear with me. I've been with Katie, fake name, for a few years now. We dated for one and a half years, broke up for a year, and got back together six months ago. We broke up to better ourselves, no hard feelings, whatever. Second time around, though, she's a complete dictator. She threatens to leave me if I want to hang out with only my guy friends, since that's what she permits. I'm not allowed to talk to, hang with, interact with any of my girlfriends, because she has trust issues, so I'm a sucker, I know. Anyway, she only wants me to hang with her and see her and all that toxic stuff, but here's where it gets interesting. I threatened to break up with her if she doesn't approve how she treats me. I brought this up in a very calm tone when she was in a good mood, and she proceeded to say if I break up with her, she'll expose all my nudes, all embarrassing pictures and videos of me, as well as faking screenshots of me being abusive on all platforms of social media, as well as sending to my friends friends and family. She said it to my face, and I just started bawling. I've never felt so restricted to the point that I am suffocating more and more each second I spend with her. Please help. I'm so scared. I don't want my most private moments and made up beat bullshit out there ultimately destroying me. I really cannot keep doing this. Holy shit. I mean, she's committing crimes currently. Mm -hmm. Lots of them. Yeah. She's currently blackmailing you and fraud for making up things. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty, I don't remember what the charge is, but like releasing porn. Yeah. Like releasing nude photos of your partner or like anyone without their consent is also a crime. So like, yeah. but here's the thing. It's like her doing it. The fact that their crimes won't stop her from doing it and won't stop the damage of having it done to you. Yeah. Even if she does get punished for it, it's like by that point, it's kind of too late, you know, or not, not too late, but it's, it's quite fucking late. So, I mean, like, I don't know what really to, here's what I might attempt to do. And knowing like, I would try to get her phone and try to wipe that yeah. somehow. But like, there's no chance, like there's also a chance that she has them saved on a fucking Google Drive somewhere if she's yeah. fucking photoshopping texts and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure she has a, a contingency plan for this. At least that's what it sounds like. So I'm not really sure what you can. I, I think maybe talking to someone in law authority, either police or a lawyer and being like, hey, so this is what what my partner has threatened me with. Is there anything I can do to stop this preemptively? Also, maybe try to get her on tape. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is like step one is proof that she intends to do this, because if you have her on tape or via text saying these things, then you have so much more of a leg to stand on. You know what I mean? Because if you just go to the police and they're like, oh, she's saying this, you know, maybe something will come of it, maybe it won't. But 
if you literally have texts saying this and you have a recording, especially if she actually does do something, more so for the abuse screenshots and texts, like if you can prove that they are fake in some way or that she would victimize you like this, I think it'll do a world of good. Some amount of proof is is like step zero if you can get it. And then I think also being armed with the knowledge of like what she could be facing in terms of punishment for doing this. Everyone talks a big fucking game, but when they find out that like you have proof and they could go to jail for like, I don't know how long it would be, but like a certain amount of time, I think calling her bluff on that could be enough to maybe save your ass because like no one wants to go to jail yeah i I, again like proof 100 first thing you don't want to tip her off that you're like working against her before you kind of have your ducks in a row so i really think like either record her saying it or get her texting you about it or something and then like maybe there are a bunch of like law subreddits that are really good and can offer you like legal next steps like me and dane are not legal professionals. We could spitball, we can assume, but if you go to one of those, they will be able to give you a roadmap of what you should do next, which you know might be talk to a lawyer first, might be talk to police, or might be do both. And I think if the police are involved and they come and talk to her before anything happens, then like if it does happen, she's fucked. You know, like even if they can't delete the nudes or whatever. If this gets, if anything happens thereafter, she's going to look real fucking bad. You know what I mean? So I think that alone should be enough to to make her stop. And at least it'll nip the abusive shit in the bud, hopefully. And hey, maybe maybe even talk to a lawyer first before you gather the proof, because they might have a better idea on how to do it or what you need. I, I yeah. think that might be the good call because collection of evidence and proof, if it's, if you do it incorrectly or illegally, then it can't be used as proof. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think talking to someone in the the law, uh, you know, sector, I think is a good idea because like you need to know one how like what exactly she's doing that is illegal in terms of the law in your area, what your rights are as a person who's being threatened with this, and how to go about the best legal way to go about preventing it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is a horrendous situation to be in. Um, I'm really sorry to hear it. So I really hope you're able to find the help you need. And I hope this person, I hope they're bluffing in, in a sick, fucked up way. I hope they're not being serious and I hope they never get to deliver on their threat. And hey, it's another case for people are exes for a reason. Yeah. Also, how fucking wild is a movie is to be like, hey, let's take a break and, and like better ourselves and only to be a complete worse person after this like what happened during that time where they were quote unquote bettering themselves someone found female dating subreddit yeah fucking female dating strategy i was gonna make that joke and i was like i won't i went there (laughs) all right hit me give me something lighter yeah okay this comes from illustrious ad 1973 do men like it when girls are direct i'm usually very direct with people i was wondering if men like it when women are direct when asking them questions or telling them what i what they want I usually will ask directly my friends with benefit if I can suck his dick. We could literally just be talking and I will directly say to him, can I suck your dick? Sometimes I will just directly ask him for sex as well. But I'm not sure if this is a turnoff. God, no. That's my immediate response. But then I'm also like, there's a time and a place. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt for no reason. You know, like I'm assuming because again, there's a difference between being direct and being just completely socially unaware. That's the thing is like, we could literally just be talking and I would directly say to him, can I suck your dick? Imagine like trying 
trying to have a conversation with someone and being interrupted with like, hey, can I suck your dick? Like, <laughs> as cool as that is, as much as like, you know, an, a surprise immediate blowjob could be, there are also times where like, I kind of want my words to mean something. It just seems like you're completely disregarding everything he's saying and he's now just a dick. And that could be kind of dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we don't know if that's happening or not. So I think before we delve into that, deal with the question as asked, which is, is being direct a turnoff? And I think, no, like just flat out no, right? Yeah, again, like, no. I, yeah, if, like, if, if you're being clear about what you want great if as you're saying like because i can't imagine this person is coming to us unless there is an issue and i would hope that there is no issue based on them just being direct because that's crazy so you're kind of inferring that maybe the issue is in fact that which i totally agree it's like you can't be completely like socially unaware and then blame it on being direct yes anyone's upset at you for like hey this is what i you know for, for being straightforward but it's like if you're not doing it the right way like if you're ignoring what they're saying or just blurting things out if that's what you're doing, then yes, that'll be an issue. But the directness in and of itself should not be. Like I said, like time and place, as it goes with everything, you know, if you make jokes and you're a very funny person, you know, I don't think that's really a turnoff. But if you're cracking jokes at the funeral of your, you know, partner's mother, Mm -hmm. then yeah, like that's super shitty thing to do. Whereas like, I feel like it's the same thing. It's like, if you guys are out with your friends and she's, you're hanging out with them and you know, you guys are all hanging out and having a good conversation and you're just like, I want to go have sex. Okay, cool, I guess. But like, yeah, it's like technically, yes, you are being direct, but also you're being tone deaf. So if someone is, I guess, complaining that you are direct, maybe look at when and how you're doing it because you don't get to hide behind. Oh, I'm just being direct. If you're being weird you know what i mean if yeah. you're just like fucking shit up and being awkward and like you can't then hide behind the you know the cape of oh but it's me being direct i'm being straightforward on the flip side if you aren't doing that and they're upset that you're being direct maybe they just have low self-esteem and and can't deal with like people actually you know engaging on them like in that oh. sense or like fucked up views of gender roles of being like women exactly. should be allowed to do that because i feel like some people are are weird with sex and like whether it's just that they've been socialized that way or like they grew up it's like some people are weird about being direct where they they like to kind of like dance around the issues and it's like if it's something like that then fuck it that's their problem not yours you know find someone who can appreciate you as a fucking adult i was just like i brought that i brought this in because like we've had sort of like we've definitely talked about this kind of thing where like men are weirded out by women who are direct and uh, you know vice versa where like women don't want to be direct because of you know they've been socialized that Mm -hmm. like that's not what they're supposed to do but the the whole like sometimes we'll be talking and i'll just say it i was like i think that would annoy me after a certain point in time if like i can't finish a sentence or i can't have a conversation with you without you just being like i'm gonna suck your dick now yeah I guess it it's kind of hard to like read the situation based on like what they're saying because we don't really have more context. But like if that's the case, which is why, as I said, look at how you're doing it and when you're doing it because you can't just hide behind that excuse if you're doing it like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, because like it would just suck if she was like, "Hey, how's your day?" and you're like, "Oh well, okay, I'm gonna suck your dick now." That might work once. <laughs> I think it would be like cool if you know. Or, or, or sexy or attractive or whatever if like you know you guys are just kind of shooting the shit before you you get to the dirty and just like halfway through you guys like clearly neither of you are invested in this conversation and you're just doing it as pleasantries mm-hmm. and you skip ahead that's cool that's fine but i think if you guys are actually having a conversation and you just you know decide that you're over it and no longer want to participate in it, i think that's kind of a shitty yeah. and i think that would drive me fucking wild i would be mm-hmm. so like i hate being interrupted so i think that would drive so me anyway next crazy. question 
There's our co-host energy. This is why we didn't get nominated. <laughs> this is why I'm the best co-host. You were dragging me. No, 100%. So again, like I really don't think anyone's going to be upset unless they have kind of weird views about like, as you said, like gender roles and shit. And it's like, that's their problem. But if not, maybe look at how you're being direct, right? I yep. think it's I think it's something we've covered in like Red Flags where it's like, you know, oh, I'm so sarcastic or something. And it's like, you're generally just like an asshole. There are things that, that should just be sort of like a part of who you are as opposed to being like, this is who I am, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, like it shouldn't, like you sh- it's part of you, but it shouldn't just be you. This shouldn't be the thing that you broadcast out as who you are. Like small facets of personality shouldn't be the like neon sign that points to you. Mm-hmm. You ready for another one? Mm-hmm. This is by throw RA 213212 3133. Okay. Sorry for any errors. So me, 22 year old female, and my boyfriend, 22 year old male, had a fight two days ago. We live in the same apartment with one other roommate. I needed some space as I was upset over the things he said. My brother, 25-year-old male, lives a few miles from us and I needed a place to stay, so I took a cab to his place and knocked on his door. Brother let me in, seeing as I was upset, gave me a hug, pat my head, made me soup, and cooked me dinner. I told him what happened, but he said he couldn't get in between us as we had to work it out ourselves. I hoped to crash on his couch, but it was really bumpy, so he and I slept in the same bed. It was big enough for both of us, and we both shared beds all the time, even when we were teenagers, so I didn't give it much thought. In the morning, my brother had already woke up and cooked breakfast and started work, so I ate my share and went back to my apartment. My boyfriend greeted me with an apology, told me he was out of line, and hoped I could forgive him. I was happy, we talked about it, and it all seemed fine. Then he asked where I was last night, and jokingly says, I hope you didn't sleep with another guy. I was taken aback, so I just said, oh, I slept at my brother's house. He asked, on his couch? I replied, no, the couch was a little off, so we just shared a bed. Then it began. He said, how could I have done such a thing? I didn't understand, and he explained, even though he is my brother, he is still a guy, and it was wrong of me to sleep in the same bed as him, that he probably sees me not as a sister, but another woman. I was so pissed that he was insinuating my brother is a perv who sees his sister that way. I went inside my room and called my friend and told her all of this, and even she thinks it's weird that we still do this. It was the reaction to many people I messaged, and I'm honestly wondering if it's weird to do this. I want to know what you people think of this situation, if it is exactly as my boyfriend suggests or not, and how I should proceed further. So, I mean, like, I don't have a sister, so I think you'll be able to speak on this more than I will in terms of, you know, reality, but, like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Like, is that fair to say that, like, I don't think, like, many brother, I would say a very, very small percentage of siblings to, like see their sister as like a potential sexual partner or at least like I, I a don't sexual think anyone well like i'm sure there are people out there but like it it's not a like no that's like me and you have slept in the same bed yeah is that sexual it's it's weird because i had like two or three other questions i was going to bring for this episode as well that were all like weird like brother and i think it's a fucking stepsister step sibling porn thing that like just took over the internet however many years ago (laughs) that's that's it this guy clearly like it's such a wild move to be like i'm jealous of your brother what i'm sexually threatened by your brother yeah that's like you know you're hanging out and you're like oh so uh hey when you were uh like a kid did you get like you know bottle fed it's like huh did you get bottle fed or like were you breastfed uh breastfed i think wait what you fucking sick fuck you sucked on your mom's titties? She didn't see you as a baby. She saw you as another woman. <laughs> like what? it is it's kind of a fucking wild move. It's like, do I think most people sleep in a, a bed with their brother and sister? Like, 
I don't know, like I'm sure some families do, you know, not everybody has the luxury of, you know, separate rooms and maybe there's holidays and all this shit. Like it, it's fucking insane to, to turn around and be like, you're cheating on me with your brother. It's also like specific circumstances. It's not like she went over with the intention of like sharing a bed with her brother mm-hmm. or, and it's also like, this isn't what they do. It's just, this was a situation the, be- the the couch sucked, so they shared a bed for, an- you know what I mean? Like, this isn't like a recurring thing. If it was like, you know, oh, every time we go home for the holidays, they insist on sharing the same bed. Yeah, like, like oh, I great. get to sleep by myself, and even though there's another room, they crawl into bed together. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah, I would I would totally get on board and be like, okay, this seems strange. But- I still wouldn't be like, they're fucking, you know? I would definitely be like, this is bizarre. People have gotten so fucking weird about, like, boundaries and how that they actually exist. Because I know people who are also like, people don't want, like, you know, their girlfriends working with, like, male co-workers on certain shifts. I had, mm-hmm. I, I used to work with, um, she was a hostess at the time. We would all go out for drinks after work, like, Literally the entire staff would go for drinks and her and I used to live fairly close. So either we shared Uber or like we would take the streetcar in the same direction home after the night. And her boyfriend, I guess, like found out that this was happening. And I had met the dude like hundreds of times as well. And he would even come out with us sometimes. But he was literally like was upset if we ever worked the same shifts together. It's insane. Also, like you guys don't have like it's so unfair on her because like she doesn't make the fucking schedule. Right. So it's like, cool. I'm going to like you, you get your schedule for me. Okay, great. I'm going to have three fights this week. Can't wait. Yeah, I know. It's like and, and p- there's so many like questions that I see about this and so many like things I overhear at the bar and stuff of people being fucking so weird and overprotective and being like, oh, if there's any sort of like semblance of not even affection, but like proximity, yeah. people get so fucking weird about it. Yeah. Like, I feel like if your boyfriend thinks you're cheating on him with your family, one, they shouldn't date you. And two, you shouldn't date them. Also, you left because he blew up at you and said some fucked up shit that he had to, you know, apologize and beg for forgiveness. So to do that and then immediately whirl around with this it doesn't sound like a great relationship. Yeah, it one sounds like he's definitely insecure. Like he yeah, he well, definitely is just 100%. riddled with insecurities. And two, sounds like he is very like it sounds like he was looking for a reason to sort of like undo the shit he did the last night because yeah. now you're the one in trouble. Yeah, either this person is legitimately so like brokenly jealous and insecure that like he thinks your own family is a threat or he's going out of his way to to create some issue where he gets to wash his hands and be like, oh, I guess you're the one who's fucked up now. It also said that like all of our friends were like, that's weird too. So like, this isn't an, an isolated incident. No, true. That's that's the whole other issue. I guess it depends on like how she explained the situation too. If she just said, oh, my boyfriend's mad that I like slept, it, like, like, you know, I shared a bed with my brother. If that's all the context you gave, then like, I gotta say some people would be like, yeah, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Being like, you know, two adult siblings sleeping together. I Like, I think with the context, it makes complete sense. And it's so, like, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. And I blame, I blame the stepsister porn 100% yeah, as probably. I blame most problems in the world <laughs> on this. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, like Dane said, if it was like every family party, you like squirreled yourself away and abandoned everyone to like have cuddle time with your siblings. Yeah, that'd be a little weird. But like just sleeping in the same bed as someone in a platonic sense, because again, if it was a friend of yours, like what would be wrong with that? I don't know. Your your boyfriend needs needs help. 
and your relationship yeah. probably needs to dissolve. Yeah, this doesn't sound great. You're going to have to sit down and have a real heart to heart and then decide if it's worth it. Uh, this comes from, speaking of, you know, sleeping in the same area, this comes from Reddit user Lettuce Cowboy Hat. Mm. My roommate is masturbating at night. Uh, they're both 18. Me and my friend moved in together in a studio apartment. Her parents were abusive and mine kicked me out. Uh, so this seemed like a best option. In the middle of the night, sometimes she will masturbate. I can hear her, and I can see her arms moving under the covers to touch herself. She thinks I'm asleep. Sometimes she shall even move the blankets off her boobs, and I can see her bare booms. Twice she kicked the whole blanket off, and I can see her just going at it completely naked, which was really, really awkward. I understand it's frustrating not to be able to get off easily sharing this apartment with me, but I feel very awkward when it happens, especially when her breasts are out. I only masturbate when she's gone or in the bathroom, so I think she could do the same. I decided to tell her. I told her I could see and hear her masturbate at night and asked her not to. She got super red in the face and said she thought I was asleep. She got mad, said she needs she has needs to fulfill, and I should go back to sleep and not try to control her body, and that she wouldn't care if I masturbated at night. I'm thinking about buying a curtain to separate our sections of the room. Should I have not mentioned it? Should I have not asked her to stop? Should I, should I get a curtain? Should I just apologize and try to ignore it? Why would you live in this situation if you don't have to? You know, well, I mean? like, if, I, I is think it like they, university? I don't know, but I think it specifically is like they're young and they like her parents are abusive and he got kicked out. So I don't know if they have a whole mm. lot of options. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was trying to like listen to see if it was like a university thing. Cause I know when I first came over here, I was going to be staying in university accommodation. And then I heard that that's like a thing over here. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Cause it's not a thing back home. It's um, pretty common in, in like dorm rooms to have like two beds in an open space. I was like, when I was in my residence, we mm. literally had like a common area. Like you had a kitchen and a bathroom mm-hmm. and then two separate rooms. Yeah, well, they had to give you a whole different place, right? Because they couldn't have you with the adults, <laughs> right? Like until you turned 15 or something, didn't they have to sequester you? Yeah, I was. I spent most of my time in the daycare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Firstly, curtain, yeah, 100%. If you can get a curtain, why not? Even if this problem gets solved, it's like privacy privacy. And I feel like I would need it. So for me, if there's some way to put up a curtain, by all means, go for it. Uh, should you have not said anything? No, I think it's it's pretty good of you to like, that's an awkward conversation. So I think it's pretty cool for you to have reached out and, you know, hopefully done this maturely. But from the sounds of it, you you did well. Her response kind of shit, but like, I don't know. It's like, I don't think here's the thing. I don't think you overstep your lines by asking someone not to masturbate in front of you. Yeah, I think that's that's totally fine. And I think like in general, it's like, you know, if if the role was reversed and it was just like, oh, I get home and my male roommate walks around with his dick out, like we would be instantly being like, no, what the fuck? That's not okay. She's probably trying to either one, make it seem like not a big deal so she doesn't have to feel so embarrassed because like that's an embarrassing thing. So it could be that once she calms down, she won't be as aggressive about the whole situation. Or two, in her mind, it literally isn't that big of a deal and she thinks you're being overbearing. I don't really want to take this in this direction, but like depending on the abuse she suffered while at home, the boundaries of like what's appropriate sexually and not Mm -hmm. can be blurred. So like her idea of what should or shouldn't be a public act it could be a bit skewed depending on the, the trauma she had to face as a kid yeah so and it's like it would definitely trigger defense mechanisms to be called out on it. well yeah that's that's another thing i think like most people when they're called out on it they you know they act defensive that's you know where it comes from it's like you know she's being defensive she's kind of lashing out and it's like by by doing this it makes what she's feeling like smaller you know what i mean she doesn't yeah. have to feel as bad 
she tries to normalize it and make you the bad guy. I would love to know if anything changed after they had this conversation. You know? Yeah, same. Because it could could have just been like, yeah, oh no, like fuck you, what I do is normal, and then she doesn't do it again, you know? Mm-hmm. Or she, you know, spite masturbates twice as hard. Masturbation should be a private thing unless you are, you know, doing mutual masturbation, which by all means go for it. Or you're in like a sex club or something. But like nine times out of ten, I think masturbation is uh, an act of self-love and should be a private matter. And I think that if you're sharing a small space with someone and you guys don't really have the option to not be in the small space, you need to respect each other's privacy and you also need to respect each other's boundaries. And I don't think having someone say, Hey, do you mind not masturbating in front of me? I don't think that's an unreasonable answer or, or request mm-hmm. uh, because like, you know, if this dude was just like, yeah, you know, she comes in and he's just jerking off on the couch. Yeah. I think we could all agree. That's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of whether they are cool with masturbation, regardless of whether they want, you know, are, are, are into it or not. I still think there, there needs to be a, a line drawn in the sand, especially if you're living in such a small space mm-hmm. of like, what is public behavior and what is like private behavior? Well, like if you went and did it in the hallway, you get go to jail. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's not like a, an act that's just kind of like, oh, he's a little fussy about it. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a thing people are, you know, sensitive about. Yeah. And I think with, with like fair reason, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you have people who walk around in trench coats and like masturbate at people and flash them. And it's like, it can be like sexually like abusive. Anyway, I, I feel like, you know, maybe a compromise can be reached. Like if you're not being very loud and you have your covers on and like he could tell you're masturbating because he can see your hands are moving. Fuck it. Right. If you're not being loud and whatever, I think that should maybe be allowed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, like as long as you're not, you know, absolutely fucking destroying your bed while you do it. Yeah. Yeah. If, throw, if you're throw. quiet and you're clothed to, or at least, you know, covered, uh, like, fuck it. I don't really see the issue with that. You know what I mean? Cause like maybe he thinks you're masturbating or he, he knows, but still I feel like that's maybe a decent compromise, but like you can't throw your nudity and like your sex sounds and your bodily functions in people's faces. Yeah. You know, and it's like, just because you don't think there's anything wrong with it. Does not like, you don't get to determine what does or doesn't make another person uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. If it come up again, if it come up, if it comes up again, uh, try to, you know, have the conversation again and like, you know, keep it civil and explain where you're coming from and, you know, don't, don't shame them and, and try to f- frame it in a way that like doesn't make them ashamed, but like, just let them know that it makes you uncomfortable. And like, you know, it doesn't really matter what her views on the thing are because it's not one of those things that you just get to decide for somebody else. Yeah. And also why not the curtain? You know what I mean? Like if you can find a way to do it, I personally think I would feel a lot happier with that. Oh yeah, man. Even if she wasn't masturbating, oh, like yeah. even if it was just like, like I, I don't want to be able to like roll over and see my roommate sleeping like a couple mm-hmm. meters away from me. Fuck that. Give me a curtain. Yeah. Give me, give me my space. I was actually like kind of pleased when university of Toronto were like, oops, we forgot to give you a dorm. You have two weeks to find a place. Lol. Even though it did end up with me being like homeless for a month, but I didn't have to Share a dorm room with some. Uh, this is by PM Me Dogs, please. As a younger guy, am I going to regret avoiding casual sex when I'm older? This seems to be the most appropriate sub to ask. They're asking seduction. And I'm asking oh, no. a tw- as a 23-year-old guy and want more experienced man's opinions. I've never had a problem getting women. 
I was lucky to be born with good genes. I lift competitively, have a good job and interesting hobbies, and connecting with women is pretty natural to me. Thing is, I'm not crazy about casual sex. I can see why others would go for it, but to me it just isn't my thing. It isn't an insecurity thing, I just can't get a hell yes kind of feeling about casual sex as opposed to dealing with someone I love. I've been with two women total when I was in a loving relationship with them. Throughout college, I've had direct opportunities from sex to boob touches from a wide variety of women. I never <laughs> thought twice about turning down older slash creepier women towards me. However, I have also turned down anything casual offered by, a, by women my age throughout college if we weren't in a relationship first. I've danced with women and had them ask point blank which place we're going back to, and I turned them down. I've had lady friends ask if I consider a friends with benefits scenario with them, and I say no because it isn't what I'm into. I've never had anyone give me shit about it. As I am now, I very much don't regret it, and I'm happily saving myself for loving relationships. However, I have the occasional thought about the sex I could have. Every once in a while, I think about how nice sex would have been with my crush. I think about how my body count, even if I just said yes to direct approaches from women, would be in double digits. Hell, if I put effort into casual sex, I don't want to think about what that number could be. I've had friends tell me I'd be drowning in sex if I used Tinder. As much as I'd like to drown in sex, I really am uncomfortable and casual. My friends who do drown in sex tell me they regret it. <laughs> I only focus on finding serious relationships, but this is how I think at 23. When I'm 33, will I regret not getting all the sex I can? Will I look back and kick myself for not hooking up as much as possible? Will I be glad I didn't? I mean, there's a lot of variables at play there. One, I, like if you're not comfortable with it, don't do it. Fuck yes. it. It's, it's super easy. That, that um, is the answer. I think there is a, a bit of, there'll probably be a bit of regret. Maybe, uh, you know, when you're, 60 year old and wrinkly and, and like could have been like, man, I could have just been plowing through sex. I think, yeah. Is that a thing? Sure. Probably. Everyone's going to look back at their, like their glory days and be like, oh, I wish I could do that again. Yeah. Um, I think, like, I don't think there's going to be anyone who doesn't look back and have, if not full fledged regret, then like a little twinge or like a, what could have been, you know, cause yeah. the world is kind of fucking infinite, right? You could have done anything. So looking back, you never know whether, you know, if you took that job or if you dated that person, how it would have ended up. And it's easy to look back with rose tinted goggles and fucking imagine shit and whatever. But like exactly what Dane says, like if you don't want to, why the fuck would you do it? It also sounds like you don't really have an unhealthy relationship with sex because it says like it's not a confidence thing and it's not. a. So it's like, you know, if you're not avoiding sex, if you've done casual encounters and casual sex and you're just like meh not really interested in it then like cool if you've mm -hmm. i would say maybe give it a few more tries depending on how many times you've done like if you had one sort of like shitty one night stand and you're like well casual's not for me then yeah i would say you're young good looking dude who has no trouble having sex i would say yeah just for the college experience you know try it out a few more times mm -hmm. see if like maybe it was just a, a mismatch in chemistry um, but if you've, you've if you have done it a number of times and every time you haven't enjoyed it, despite, you know, how attractive you were to the partner or how good the sex was, if it just hasn't clicked for you, then, you know, you know what I mean? It, it would be the same thing as like, you know, trying anal sex and being, well, it's not for me. You're not obligated to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. If you don't like something, you, you don't like it. It's just as simple as that. Yeah, it's like me being like, oh, I hate this meal. Will I regret not eating it? When I'm like older, maybe I should eat it every day for a month. You know, like it, it's insane. If you don't like something, don't do it, you know? And it seems to me, unless, you know, you are, unless there is a hidden issue that you're not really expressing to us, blah, blah, blah. But like, it, it's almost like you're judging yourself by other people's metrics. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like whether it be TV or the fucking seduction subreddit where people are always like, oh, I want to have all the sex I can and body counts are 
really important and like all, all this shit. It's like it may be seeing all those things. You're like, oh, fuck, like, will I change my mind or should I be thinking that way? But like, that's not what everybody thinks like. And it's not what you think like. So don't put yourself through other people's standards. You know what I mean? If you don't want something, you don't want it. Yeah, you're literally asking a community of people who base their worth and like <laughs> validation on whether or not they can get like a K close or get numbers or, you know, do field reports on how well their night out was, even though it resulted in a no go. Like you're asking people who are so desperate for validation through physical contact, whether or not you should have more physical like I would. Do you have any of the comments? You know what? The comments are pretty great. As in like actual great? Like regret is every part of your life. You're going to regret not going out and getting that ass or you'll regret getting an STD or you'll regret not meeting your wife because you're too afraid or regret missing your chance with your wife because you were too busy messing around. You just have to decide what's happy now and what you think will make you happy in the long run. Trust the process. Don't drag yourself doing things out of fear of regret. Okay. Pretty cool for, you know. All right, uh, seduction. Right? Random sex is overrated. Sex with the right person with the right person is underrated, even if it's only casual. A lot of people want sex as a means of validation. It seems like you've already got that validation from the attention you're getting. Blah, blah, blah. Like, people are actually all being really chill. Hell like, yeah. It's actually weirdly positive. Apart from one person who's just like, yes. <laughs> you know? But like that's legi- the one guy who's not fucking. Yeah. Like, legitimately, I was very surprised by the amount of... Uh, like positive answers, especially for seduction. I don't know who these people were, where they came from. Honestly, the, that first answer I read out is most of the other answers. And it's them people just saying that his answer was great. So yeah. well done, seduction. You get our you get our nod for once. Yeah, well done. Um, I'm impressed. I'm very impressed and I like it. So yeah, like I, I think that says it all. If you can even get that answer off seduction, you know the answer. Yeah, if seduction agrees that you don't need to have pointless sex if you don't want to they're just trying to get a chat off the playing field yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like you really you know do do what makes you happy now like if you change your mind later fuck it maybe it'll happen but like that's probably less likely than the certainty of you not enjoying it right now like you can't go for like misery in the in the like present hoping that you'll appreciate it in the future you know man i'm so glad i had all those uncomfortable awkward (laughs) sexual experiences in my 20s and that's the thing it's like even if you would have looked back and like shit i wish i had more sex they nailed it right there it's like you're not gonna have good sex if you don't want it so it's like you're gonna look back and regret it no matter what if if you do that because it's not going to have been good because you won't have enjoyed it because you didn't want to do it you're pretty much guaranteeing the fact that you'll look back and, and regret it. Like, oh man, should I touch this really hot stove? I might regret it if I don't. Yeah. It's like, like, you know, you're going to hate the experience. <laughs> yeah. I could eat this food right now, but I have food poisoning. But what if I'll look back and wish like, no, you know, eating that food is going to make you more ill. Like just, you know, right now it will not be a good experience because you don't want to do it. So do not do it. I got a new qu- I got a question for you. Okay, yeah. Why'd you say it's so weird? I got a new question. We don't do old questions, Dane. No, this is a brand new one. This is hot off the presses. Okay. And it's and it's wait, wait, wait. Shh. Let me blow on that first. That's good audio. Thank you. This comes from a Reddit user that is just uh, seemingly just a bunch of letters. Uh, would it be insulting if I asked a guy to have his face covered during sex? Wait, is does it look too much like her sibling? <laughs> no, it does not. Okay, I thought. That's, okay, continue. Uh, to start. 
I'm a 24-year-old female that does cosplay as a hobby. I got really into costuming and make everything myself, and it's basically how I spend my free time. Before the pandemic hit, I had a group of people who I didn't really know as friends or anything, but we'd end up at the same cons and events and stuff, and I kind of had the hots for one of them, late 20s or mid-30s male. He lives in another state, so I wouldn't consider dating him, but he's cute and funny and nice. I also always got the feeling that he'd be interested in hooking up, but he's never asked. I sometimes get creepy... I sometimes get creepers at cons when I cosplay a character that it shows more skin, and I think he doesn't want to be another creepy dude. Anyway, he's cute. I don't want to insinuate that he's ugly or make him feel self-conscious, but he also occasionally cosplays Rex from Star Wars, and I'm, I've am i always had a crush on that character, and I've had this fantasy where he'll fuck me, but like he'll keep the Rex helmet on. I know it's weird as fuck. I know. I've only had sex a couple times, and I'm kind of bad at navigating the social aspect of things and not being awkward. But I was thinking maybe once we're going to cons again, I might admit my fantasy and see if he's interested. Would this totally be insulting? For a first time casual thing, I would say maybe don't suggest it for the first one. If you find this guy cute and attractive anyway, maybe just let your intentions be known. And if you guys fuck, awesome. And then maybe you can be like, hey, next time, maybe we can do a little cosplay swap. I'll wear what you want. You wear what I want. And then he'll know that you like him. So... The possibility of being offended by you asking him to wear a costume is has thus been minimized. Because uh, I th- do think it's kind of a wild thing to be like, hey, I want to sleep with you, but you have to wear this thing. And it's the first time we're going to hook up. Yes, I. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's what I was going to say is maybe give it a, a dry run first. You know what I mean? Like do do a, a time where you guys get to actually connect because one, I'm sure that helmet sucks to wear. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. And I'm sure it sucks even more to wear while you're having sex. And like, what if the visibility's poor and he wants to see your hot, hot body? Right. That would suck. Also, you can't kiss. Yeah. Like, there, like if you can things- kiss the first time you guys are fucking, that's going to be weird. Because again, if you fucked like 20 times and this is the 21st time, not, a, not as big of a deal whatsoever. Yeah. But if it's like the only time maybe you guys will fuck, kind of weird. There's a lot of things you miss. Also, like... You can't make eye contact. You can't kiss. He probably can't see that well. He probably can't breathe that well. He's probably going to be sweaty as fuck under there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that could like negatively impact the sex. And if it's not good the first time, you're going to just assume that it's not good sex. Whereas the deciding factor could be that helmet. So have sex first, quote unquote, normally. <laughs> and that is to say, without One a helmet pretends you're Hagrid <laughs> um, and then you know introduce the idea maybe hint at prior to the sex that you're into his character and he might suggest it himself he might playfully put it on for you of his own accord if you you know during your flirtation your pre-sex flirtation you mentioned that you think Rex from Star Wars who I have no idea who that is by the way no I just looked it up it's like a uh, a stormtrooper stormtrooper okay so it's basically like a, a, a stormtrooper helmet. Yeah. Which imagine wearing that during sex. Yeah. I, I fucking suck. I'm, yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I, I think we're both on the same page here. Like, presumably you would have sex more than once. Don't make the first one be this because you have to navigate so much shit. It's so much easier to have had sex and be like, hey, next time you can put on that Rex helmet for me. Like, wink. And like, if he's like, uh, no, then cool. You know, it's fine. Yeah. But like, if he's like, yeah, easy. You know, it's, it's so much easier to just be like, to do that. And also like, they're not going to feel offended or weird that you don't like them, which like, I'm sure you get because you have creepers coming up to you at cons who probably aren't even looking at you. Really? They're just looking at the costume and like the exposed skin. Yeah. 
You know, also, this guy is probably not expressing interest for that exact reason, because I get it. 100 percent. And and if that's the case, it's like he seems like he, he seems like a pretty chill dude. Mm-hmm. If he's able to be like, OK, she a cutie, but I'm also going to respect, you know, the work Her. here, mm-hmm. you know, the art that you're you're creating right here. I'm not going to fucking, you know, minimize you to whatever your costume is. Mm -hmm. And like, if things go well, like I'm sure there are costumes you're wearing that are sexy as hell for him. You guys just do a costume swap and it's like, win, win. You guys are in this beautiful position of being hot cosplayers. It's great. You got it. This will be fun. But yeah, I just fuck normally the first time. Yeah. And like, I don't even think you're running the risk of like him thinking he's ugly. I just think you're running the risk of having really bad sex the first time. Mm-hmm. if i'm being honest well you never know maybe he'll be sad that like you don't like him for him yeah that's true you know like as as a cosplayer like who should get it you know it might be sad that like you seem to not get it yeah that's that's a good point all right should we call it yeah let's do some tenders hell yeah at the end of the episode we like to peruse uh online dating platforms and find profiles that either uh, nail it or fuck it up immediately. Uh, and then we rate them and give you some advice on how to avoid it or, you know, a way to tailor your online dating experience to craft a better profile and hopefully increase your successful chances. Uh, it's Jessica. Downtown Toronto. Family, dogs, food, tattoos, traveling, science, and good vibes. 5'8", homebody, Pisces. So you... Could literally put that, I feel like, on literally anyone's profile. Well, no, this is pretty unique. Like, come on, food? Yeah, big into food, big into who travel. Likes, who really likes food and travel, but also family and tattoos and good vibes and, and fucking dogs. And dogs. That's the, the that's the deal breaker, I think. The only thing that stands out there is science, but then they kind of like ruin that by saying they're a Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like science, but also astrology canceling that out immediately guys it's been a while since i swiped on tinder and i now that i know how tinder works again because apparently i I couldn't figure it out <laughs> the past couple of weeks i don't know why you can't admit that on our sex dating podcast <laughs> sure i can that just means i'm so successful at dating i haven't had to use tinder well yeah fair it just means um, we're useless old men who can't use the apps. Yeah, how did this app work? Thank you to um, Agent Valorant, who not only taught Dane how to use Tinder, but sent in this profile. Yeah, um, the the profiles that people put, I'm just like, are you confused as to, I get why like the super, super sort of like really hot people just have their height or their Instagram accounts. I get it. You're, you're not struggling. You're fine. Your looks are carrying you all the way to right swipe, Phil. But for us normies out there, you need something more than saying that you're into travel and good vibes. You need it. You need to do something. You need to put in some sort of effort. For the love of God, put in any sort of effort, even if it's a bad pickup line, even if it's a stupid question. Do something other yeah. than listing the things that everyone likes. Food yeah. is not an interest. We <laughs> need this. Yeah, she has one of the most bland profiles I've ever read. And I'm going to give it a four. I, and I, I'm begging you, if your profile just remotely resembles that, you need to overhaul it. You need to do something. Unless you have incredible photos, you need to do something. Even with then, it. it's like, don't reduce yourself to just your looks. I don't know. Like, there's there's more to you. Well, when I say incredible photos, I mean interesting photos, not like hot. I mean, like, even then, are you in like- a banana? costume are you gonna show up to a date in that banana costume 
Okay, I don't, I don't know. I feel like you still need to just give something, but this is the most boring shit. I'm sorry, Jessica. Yeah. Actually, fuck that. You get a three. I'm going to give it a three as well, just because I know what I've got in my pocket, and I, I don't think I'm going to go lower than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Alan. Okay. Simple guy with an extraordinary dream. <laughs> Bluer than blue. I was dumped by a guy who accused me wrongly, then later found out he's in a relationship with someone else that broke my heart into pieces. I'm trying my luck here. Message me, guys. I'll be glad to know you. Damn, this is garbage. Yeah. It's the most desperate, sad, needy, miserable, drama-filled fucking shit. It's like, it kind of sounds like Better Batch. A little bit. Um, not, not, no oh, one, well, he does mention dreams, so. Yeah, no one needs this misery and drama and, like, bluer than blue. Um, what's your I- incredible dream? Yeah. That's the only draw, is that I really want to know what this exceptional dream is. But, like, calling yourself simple, bluer than blue, and then just detailing all this fucking, like, baggage? No, thank you. That's a no, two. thank you. Again, it's a pretty common rule. And, again, we are not a big fan of rules. But no. I think not talking about your ex on a first date is a really good rule to have. Yeah, and this isn't even a fucking first date. <laughs> like, imagine someone walked up to you at a bar and was like, hey, my ex dumped me and then like, accused me of stuff, and then later on I found out they were in a relationship. You'd what? be like, cool, you're a lunatic, goodbye. But Niall, that's happened to us. I know. We've had, we've know. had women approach and, us and with that move. Did we think they were lunatics and say of goodbye? Course. Exactly. But there are people... Out there, who think this is a good idea? I know. So just and we're don't. here to tell you it's not. Just don't. This is a, this is a two. Yeah. All right. This is Cindy. Don't belong to no city. Don't belong to no man. If you're just looking for a quick hookup or nudes or snap, you can swipe a hard left. Get that thirst out of here. I like unconventional beauties. You know, like you think you're medium hot. Heart eyes emoji. I have so much love for the weirdos, the guys gals who are struggling but trying their best. Don't give up. Taking small steps forward is still a step forward. Natural woman can't afford plastic surgery. Crying face. At first, I was really worried at the end when they said natural woman because I thought it was anti-trans, like mm. transphobic. But I, I think they're just saying they don't have yeah. like fake, fake boobs Work and done. stuff, which yeah. is fine. I didn't really hear any like it was kind of an uplifting profile in terms of is online it, dating. Though? I don't it's, know. It's almost like if you swipe on her, you're saying you're not that hot and you're struggling. It's like yeah, a lot of weirdos who are struggling or who you think are medium hot. It's like, mm, like, I don't want to get when we match to be a slight burn. That's fair. That's a, that's a pretty good point. You know, like, it's also weird. It's like, I've loved for the weirdos, the guys, gals who are struggling with trying their best. What does that have to do with this dating profile? I mean, maybe they've got a type and that type is a fixer up. <laughs> I guess it's, it's a, I don't like, I'm not necessarily against it. But I'm very confused by it. Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of understand the, like, medium hot thing, because, like, I also, I'm more attracted to people who aren't the Instagram model framework of attractiveness. Mm -hmm. Like, that doesn't interest me. So, like, you're not looking at people saying, I think you're medium hot. You're like, you are hot. You're just, you're, you're hot is different. And I'm sure that's what she means. But it's weird that it's like. I don't know. It's such a bizarre profile. I don't love it. I don't know much about this person. I'm going to give it a five because yeah, it gets a five. Yeah. Um, this is this is uh, I don't know. Um, so it's the profile's empty completely. Mm-hmm. And it's just a single picture of a cartoon woman holding her nose 
And the caption is, when you're inches away from sucking your crush's dick, but you change your mind because his tip smells like warm mayonnaise. Oh, God. And someone thought, that's how I want to enter dating. Oh, it's awful. There's nothing you could even like, I guess you could just be like, my tip doesn't wink. Yeah. Like, my dick smells like normal mayonnaise. And there's like, there's no picture of them. It's just that there's yeah. nothing in there. Just a blank profile. I brought it because I thought it was funny. I'm going to give you a real profile, though. No, it's pretty great, but I got to give it a two. Yeah. I mean, like, in terms of dating profile, I'm giving it a one because, like, mm. there's literally nothing to it. You're mm. not. <laughs> I mean, because, yeah, I'm going to give it a two because it is a funny, a funny picture. Uh, this is Ro. I love it when you make the first move like sitting monkey emoji quality matters and then it's a down arrow if you know what i mean i assume it's quality matters downstairs no no he's saying he's a bottom um which is hard mm. to it, it's hard to uh really nail this home but like i've been on man tinder mm-hmm. for all of you know not much very short amount of time and even i know what it means so i find wow. it hard to believe that there are men oh so the, had- if you know what i mean part is totally redundant yeah, it's like, I don't think anyone's having a hard time figuring out what, like, the top bottom verse, yeah, like, symbology is, my dude. Because I'm a straight man who's never had sex with a man and has no intention on having sex with a man. And even I know what that means. I didn't, but the way you said it, it sounded like quality matters down arrow, if you know what I mean. That's fair. No, it is it is quality matters, new line, ah. down emoji, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's, he's saying he's a bottom. That's fair. Uh, it's kind of like weird. It's it's almost like, you know, those not a cop like tweets. It's like, are yeah. you gay? <laughs> are you are you like trying to infiltrate? What's happening maybe, here? Maybe he's like a baby gay. Maybe. And, and he's like, he just figured it out. So he's like, huh, this is the secret lingo. Yeah, maybe maybe we won't rag on him for that. Yeah. Kind of I'm a giving boring it, profile, though. It's, it's a really bad profile. So it's like five. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Mm hmm. This is Bijou, the angsty, problematic antagonist. Then we have their Instagram, her Instagram, her Twitter, and then her SoundCloud. Interested in creating with other artists, mostly music and video, but down for any art. Not looking to D8, date, unless you fit with my brand. Hell yeah, this is some fucking like, I was going to say Kesha energy, but I I have a lot more respect for Kesha now as an artist. But that like, that's that sort of like, uh, what's the guy from fucking Weezer? who makes all of his songs based on brand and mathematics and statistics instead of emotion and art. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a, a, there's a way of like constructing music that is almost guaranteed to make a hit. And Kesha did it when she was making music. Hmm. Uh, and the, the guy from Weezer does it as well. And I'm sure a ton of other fucking people do it. And that's kind of what this sounds like, except for dating. This just sounds douchey as fuck. Yeah. You got to like fit with my, my brand. It's like, Oh, you're going to wear that. Can't date you. Sorry. You yeah. gotta get your aesthetic fixed, boy. I like dark academia, okay? <laughs> that that's all the rage these days. Dark academia, yeah, I mm-hmm. see it. I can like I close my eyes and I can see what it looks like. I bet you fucking love it too, you spooky fuck. I I probably would. Let's not be let's not I dark anything I think I'm kinda into. Mm-hmm. Uh it gets a four from me. Three maybe. I'm gonna give it a two. Cause yeah. I, I've ugh, I'm not a big fan of the like you gotta be on my brand. Hate it. Yeah. All right. Ready for one more? Do you have another one? Oh, I've got another one. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is this is Jim. Okay. Just a big chub guy seeing <laughs> what the world has to offer. I'm 5'10 and a big guy, about 38 or 380 pounds. And I'm a bottom for back activities. So I'm not a top 
not versatile. I'm a bottom. So if you've asked me, you'll be told to read the profile. I'm morally addicted, getting and giving. Love to find a man on my own. And that was actually written? Yeah. All that? Yeah. Damn. Is he a top or a bottom, though? I have no idea. He seems to like repeating himself a lot. I'm big. And also, here's my weight again. I'm a bottom, I'm a bottom, I'm a bottom, I'm a bottom. Also, if you don't know I'm a bottom, read the profile. Uh, I don't really love the antagonistic kind of like aggression. And, and like, maybe that's just the way I'm reading but is it. Is it playful? Like, is it playful? I don't know. At, at, on one hand, it is, it is quite illustrative. You do know he's a bottom. You know, he's got an oral fixation. He likes to give and get. And he's not shy about telling you he's a big boy. So those are all positives. Yeah. But then he overdoes it, so I think six. I'm going to give it a five, because he needs to fucking chill. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give it less. I'm going to give it a four. Because it's not a good profile regardless. But his, like, weird fucking obsession with being like, this is what I am, is knocking it down. Like, if he just chilled a bit, it would be up to a five, because it's like a meh profile anyway, right? Here's one to end it off with uh, some good, positive, healthy vibes. This is Judy, and this is a hinge snippet. I'm looking for someone who does not wear a mask to bed, have a COVID beard, or want to do a virtual meet instead of grabbing a beer. I mean, I feel attacked as someone who has dedicated pretty much this entire lockdown, actually both lockdowns, to COVID beards. Also, where the fuck are you getting a beer from? Yeah, I'm I'm just going to assume that this person is is garbage because they've decided to make a significant portion of their profile like, I don't want to date anyone who takes this pandemic seriously. Yeah. So... No, that's a zero for me. Yeah, yeah, you you pulled it out. I thought it wasn't going to go lower, but like it's going to be a one. I do like, however, when I was swiping, how many people have listed whether or not they got the shot and what shot they got. Nice. That's the new like star sign. It's like fuck Pisces, <laughs> no one gives a shit. I want to know if you've been vaccinated. And I want to know if you got that Pfizer. That's the well, hot vaccine. You know, Pfizer hot. is the hot person vaccine, and I we know. know that because we both got it. We did get it. Mm-hmm. And our our loving girlfriends also got it. It's so. true. It's true. So we can prove it two times over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, thank you for coming along. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being amazing. As per per always, if you're a Canadian podcaster, by all means, please vote for us in the CanPodAwards.ca because you know that'd be awesome. Specifically, the adult. I really want to get the adult category. I mean, yeah, I'd love, I, I would like love either fit in a little bit more there, but I would love yeah. it. Fucking best adults like thingy cat. That'd be amazing. Also, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about and you missed last week's episode, we were nominated for two Canadian podcast awards, um, one for best uh, adult series and one for best educational series or show how we got in the educational one. We still don't know, but we're not going to tell anyone. Well, I don't think we're, we it's educate like, people, I guess, you know, sex education. Uh, yeah, sure. Not just a show, Dane. I still feel like we accidentally wandered into a room and no one's asked us to leave. Yeah, I feel like we <laughs> we do lean very heavily on the uh, on the crude side of things, so it does on feel weird. Adult. Like it's it's like we walked into the uh, the teachers' lounge. Everyone's wearing sweaters and like drinking tea, and we're a little disheveled and have whiskey. Yeah, but hey. We're still up for best teacher award in this here school. Exactly. All the, the kids, students fucking love us. The kids love us. We're the cool teacher. Everyone else are nerds. Mm-hmm. Fucking narcs. You want to vote for narcs? Is that what you want to do? Hell no. Nah. Um, but yeah, if you're a Canadian podcaster, that would be incredible. If you're not a Canadian podcaster, start a goddamn podcast, then vote now. Um, we just appreciate you guys being here, and we love the fuck out of it. So thank you for coming back, for being just amazing. 
And I hope everyone's still doing all right out there. If you have a question for us or just want to, you know, say, hey, whatever, we're cool. Um, you can hit us up at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca and find all of our social media and a contact form you can send us to, you know, say, hey, or send in a question. We You get to choose your agent name on that contact form. So we'll give you a secret agent name that no one will know who you are. It's completely anonymous and we will love you forever. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And Dane, would you like to get comfortable so I could bestow I'm way ahead you of you, some... buddy. So we got we got a repeat offender. Haruki Murakami. He, he's oh, been on no. here a few fucking times. And you no. know what? I know so many people whose, like, you know, literary, you know, tastes I, uh, I appreciate. And a lot of people have been telling me to read them um, because they, they love them. But, like, everything we've read has been utter garbage. And I just cannot take them seriously. And I'm sorry, any Murakami fans out there, but like, I think you'll have to forgive me. Uh, this is from Killing Commendatore, which we've also read from before. Her breasts were beginning to noticeably develop. Her heart might have problems, but her flesh continued growing nonetheless. It felt strange to see my little sister's breasts grow by the day. Up till then, she'd just been a little child, but now she'd suddenly had her first period and her breasts were slowly starting to take shape. Yet within that tiny chest, my sister's heart was defective. I'm glad this man, or I guess I don't know how old he is, but this person, this this dude, is like, you're going to die, but them titties, though. Yeah, one, it's his little sister, so come on, dude. Next, he'll be sharing a bed with her. But also, it's like, mention her heart problems twice, but mentions her titties four times, or three times, sorry. So which is more important? Priorities. Yeah. The only way we can save her is if her titties get bigger. <laughs> also, what a bizarre term. Her heart might have problems, but her flesh continued growing nonetheless. Like, hey, yeah. girl, I see your flesh has continued growing nonetheless. Imagine if that was, you know, like, instead of, like, grandparents being like, oh, look how big you've gotten. It's like, oh, my, look how much flesh you've gained. <laughs> your flesh what? has continued growing. I'm sorry, Grandma, are you a witch? <laughs> what? You know that Granny's going to cook you. <laughs> 100%. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. Hope your flesh grows. Hope your flesh grows.